The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Flo's gone. Where's Flo? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone and welcome to a bonus Writer's House. I hope you are all safe and well. Today we're going to talk about Gareth Southgate naming his England squad ahead of the World Cup. And my guests are Ryan Hun and Flo Lloyd-Hughes. How are you guys? How are you? I'm very good. You know something? <laughs> um, on When when there's a, a squad announcement, it's, it's, it's always a very, very anxious time for me. The anxiety goes through the roof because I genuinely feel for the players... Um, whether they're going to go or not, you got to re- you got to realize the relief of not getting the call. The relief of not getting the call, not getting the call, because like if you don't get the call, you're in. You're you're kind of oh, in. Oh right, is it one of those like if you don't it's, hear it from us in seven days, there's nothing wrong. It's it's exactly. <laughs> but like I got calls on how many times? Steve Koppel told me in 1990 that I was close. Just not this time because of the, the injury for, for, for in there. 92, obviously, I didn't go. 96 was the one. Obviously, we didn't qualify in 94. 96 was the one that broke me. Mm. Broke me because it was at home and it was super subs, um, golden, golden gold stuff. And in 98, I was told I was going. Did you try and not answer? Just not pick up? You know something? Because then if you, they, can't call, they can't speak to you if you don't pick up. <laughs> no, you, you have to pick up because you, you want to know what's going on. You want to know, am I in or am I out? But when you can hear it with the fir- their tone, Mm. Hey, righty, how are you, mate? Um, oh. Righty, you know, I, because they do all the bad calls before yeah. they do the good ones. Because, like, I think I heard Gareth say, you know, you have to do those calls. And then this one gave him a little bit of an uplift to tell James Madison who's in. And then when he tells you, you, you everything just shuts off. You, I, mm. I just shut out from Graham Taylor. I shut out from, um, from Terry Venables because then, they, then they're waffling, telling you how good you are and, you know, why they're leaving you out and this and that. And, it was just like, I couldn't deal with it at the time. At the time, it was Shearer. He said, I'm taking Alan Shearer, Gary Lineker, Alan Shearer and, 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 um, and Alan Smith. You know what I mean? I think they've got a little bit more of what I need. I'm going to bring Shearer to back up Lineker and Alan Smith will give us something different. Same with Venables said, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to take Robbie Fowler. I'm going to take Les Ferdinand. Les, was, Les had an unbelievable season, I think, with um, mm. Newcastle. and Rob- So, you know, I'm going to take him because, and he didn't use him. He didn't use him. Didn't even use him. And 98, when he told me I was going, I was fucking delirious. I lost my shit, you know, you know, hugging him and all that stuff. Cause we was only, we was in the room. He was in the room up the, up the corridor and I, you know what I mean? Very emotional. And obviously I got injured, but mm. it's, it's a very, very, it's a very, very anxious time for the players. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello 
help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. So the England squad for Qatar 2022, Jordan Pitford, Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, Eric Dyer, John Stones, Carl Walker, Kieran Trippier, Connor Cody, Benjamin White, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Jude Bellingham, Mason Mount, Connor Gallagher, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, Calvin Phillips, James Madison, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, Bakayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, Callum Wilson, Marcus Rashford. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to pick up on, so obviously we know with Southgate, out of that 26, probably what, 18 are going to get yeah. minutes on the pitch, 21 yeah, yeah. maybe. So there's going to be a large chunk of that squad that will never feature this tournament. Mm-hmm. It's something that the manager probably has to think about. Can he be in and around and not feature? What's he going to be like around the guys? Guys that are going to be on the outskirts. I've, I've just as big a job in keeping the guys who are involved in it pepped and ready to go and buoyed and all that sort of stuff because you can't have people moping around. You can't have that. It's just so negative. And when you look at the squad and the fact that a lot of them have been together, you could see that they will rally around each other. Someone like Connor Cody, you know what I mean? You could see him being somebody that's very, very much like, come on, lads, let's do this. You could see that. You could see most of the guys, Walker, all of the people that are in that squad will probably be okay to do that. You've got to believe that they're probably who he's picked, he's seen, he can trust them. But for me, um, it's now, it's very difficult because they've got to fucking, they've still got to play games. Mm. I, can't, I can't even get into the headspace of the players who've still got to play games a week before they go to the World yeah, Cup. So That's weird. the biggest worry. That is the biggest so worry. I don't, know, I don't know how I'll deal with that. And I probably, like Romero of Tottenham, he's, he jumped on the Harry Kane. I'm fatigued. Yep, I'm fatigued as well. You know what I mean? Because I would not want to be playing any football leading into that. Because remember, normal World no. Cup, you've got a couple of weeks where you, you know, don't do anything, then you get yourself ready. So I'm just hoping none of them get injured because then we're talking about real devastation. Real devastation. Let's talk about the actual squad then. So before mm. we go on to people who we maybe think were hard done by not to go, what's mm. your initial thoughts on the actual squad that's been named and surprise inclusions maybe that you're happy about or people that you're happy about being included in it. I mean, obviously well, you're happy for everyone to be included. But you're I mean, always happy because it's, like, a, it's, an ama- yeah, it's an amazing time. From Calvin Phillips, listening to Gareth explain why he's got to be in there, um, regardless of how, how long he's played. Obviously he can't play, if we get to the final, he can't play like seven games of 90 minutes because of what he's been through, but he can, he, he's seen enough and he's got to get him fit enough. And <clears throat> excuse me, and obviously Man City have said, yeah, he'll, he'll be fit enough if you can get him fit. I think he's, he's one player that does that job that I don't think anyone else does for us. And I'm pleased to see Madison. Pleased to see Madison in there because of the way he plays. We don't really have anybody who plays like he plays in that 10. He is a natural number 10. He does turn. He does want to progress the ball. He has got great... Um, set-piece ability, he, he, he's got great passing range. So, you know, I was pleased for him. It would have been really quite tragic if he didn't get in. And in respects of the, the defenders, you know, I think they're, you know, I think it's our weakest, it's our weakest part, but part of our squad. But at the same time, you know, there's not much you can do, if argue with that, especially with injuries. 
Midfield, I think it's brilliant. I love the midfield and maybe the free. As long as Bellingham's in there, you could put any, I don't care who else is in there, whether it's Phillips and Rice, it probably might be that. Might be, it might even start with Anderson just because Phillips might not be fit enough. Might, you know, I think Gallagher's a great backup. And, and with the fat, with the, with the forwards, you know, obviously Tammy, no Tammy, you know, no Tamori. Tamori's got to be Tamori's devastated because what, what, what can he do? Honestly, what you could say, well, what can I do? I, okay, people, I've heard this ridiculous argument, but yeah, but he's gone to Italy. Italy ain't the same kind of league. You mean he won the league last year? Honestly, like, won the league last year. He's done enough to have been included more for me. I don't know what's happened with Gareth, what he's seen, but I think he's done enough. I'm sorry for, and Tammy, I thought that him saying um, that Tammy, you know, he's kind of fallen off with form at the moment. And you have to look at it from Gareth's point of view. His form, he's just, he's just come back and obviously he scored the other day. But, you know, he's saying he needs people in form going into it, which you totally understand. But then you look at, you look at uh, uh, Harry Maguire. You know what I mean? You look at Harry Maguire and it will always be, well, if you're looking for people who are going in with form, how, how, how comes you're taking Harry Maguire? I'd rather him not say anything about the Tammy. Just leave them out. This is my main beef. This is my main beef about the squad. To be honest, is mm. that you've got a lot. You've got quite a few people who are in there who haven't actually played that much football, mm. and mm. that could be a plus on one sense in terms of freshness. But also, you've got people in key positions coming back from injury. For example, Carl Walker. If mm. everyone is fully fit, I think for the amount of jobs that he does, Carl Walker is England's best right back. Mm. There's a reason why Pep Guardiola has trusted him for so many years for so long and yeah, also yeah. that Man City looked very different without him you've also got Calvin Phillips coming back from injury has basically played no football this season you know he played this week and that was a reason that Southgate used but then he he, he then kind of said that Tammy's form came at the wrong time yeah the World Cup came at the wrong time that's the problem that Tammy's got I don't think international managers pick their squads based on like absolutely all the best players all the time because they know that like Flo said you're only going to actually really use maybe like a rotation of 15, 16. It's about chemistry. It's so much mm. about chemistry. Absolutely. It's about, about tournament chemistry. football. Absolutely. But I do absolutely. wonder whether This is Gareth's last message, one as well, right? Yeah, but I do wonder what kind of message it sends to if you're not picking like probably on Maybe on form over the past year or so, like England's most consistent centre-back. Centre-back, yeah. And who, someone who has been playing football at a really, really high level. For him to not be in, involved in not being certain squads, um, to be left out now, I think that surely he should have been in more squads. We should have seen him in more games um, uh, alongside the guys who he might play with, the top guys as well. Not just like against the team that we're going to beat and we just seen him there doing nothing. There was games where you could have played him so as we could see what's going on. I get the impression as well with Ivan Tony. That was a, okay, let me just quieten the noise. Bam, picked him. Da -da 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 -da. Ivan Tony's out. He's not even involved. And to answer your question again, Flo, sorry, I didn't really answer it properly, with players that are sitting out, is that if you are going to have players that are sitting out, and I said it, I think I said it on, our, on, on Right's House, then pick somebody that's sitting out who's a penalty expert. You know, because then you say, you know something. I'm going to bring him in. You know, that's what I'm saying. But then who do you leave out for that? Because mm. Wilson's form leading into this and the clamour, I think is, is, is right. He's done very well. Fingers crossed he can stay fit if he needs to back up um, Harry Kane. But other than that, you look at everybody else there, Sterling, Rashford, Grealish, Saka, Kane, and Fo you, 
that that's that's not a bad eight. That's I not think, a bad eight. I think for me, there's a real confusion around the pick of Conor Gallagher, who I don't really know why he's there, and he probably won't get any minutes. So you know, it, on reflection, what will it matter come the end of the World Cup? But you don't think he could do a number eight job if if needed? I think he could. I think he's got the energy there, flow to be to do a number eight job in that he's in that close he's got everything he's got it all and I think that his form at Chelsea with the what's going on with the manager in out you know I, I think that Gareth has seen something and we've seen something what he can do at Chelsea oh Chelsea we saw at Palace that again I'm not averse to it Flo because I could see in that environment where he can he can be very very good I probably pick him as well I pick him I've got no problem with it, Gallagher being in there Last night I was mapping out, right, looking at this squad, who would be my best 11 that I'd put yeah. out. And I, I wrote it out. I thought, you know what? Actually, that's not a bad team when I write mm. out what my 11 would be. Mm. But then I'm thinking about, we know that the, all the games are going to be really tight. They were in 2020. They were mm. in 2018. And you're going to have to muddle your way through. That's what tournament football is all about. What do we think is a, is a realistic aim for this team? Like we know individual players are pit for greatness. Everyone is excited to see Jude Bellingham in this tournament. And I was seeing this FIFA simulator today that had... Um, had England get into the round of 16 and then getting knocked out. What, mm. what do you think this team achieves? You know, so I, I know that the, the team know how to go deep. They know that you don't have to be playing like scintillating, unbelievable football to get to the next game or the next phase. The main thing is that they know now how to navigate getting through a tournament. This, mm -hmm. t this team should get past the quarterfinals for me with the experience. <laughs> I'm worried because obviously I do believe that um, Harry, Harry Maguire's form and I... There's something about Gareth having the faith in him and hopefully him being able to repay the faith um, where it's kind of like the, the phoenix rising from the ashes with Harry Maguire. That it's, it's, a, it's a moment for him. He's either going to crumble under the pressure and the, the pressure that's going to be mounted on him as we get closer or he's going to like rise and he's going to do something and he's going to be a hero for us. You know, that's what I'm hoping because that's the brilliant fairy tale. But um, he's taken a chance on him and I hope it works out for him simply because if I was a footballer in the situation that Harry Maguire finds himself in, terrible form for the last two years, you know, not really playing in and out, um, you know, you, you, and, and an England manager still having that much faith is something that you have to find in yourself to fucking repay it. He's played his best football in an England show, right? Yeah. Absolutely has. That's what got him to Manchester United in the first yeah. place. Yeah, we know that whatever eleven is the starting eleven, it is pretty strong. Mm. You look at how we're going to change games if we need to, right? Mm. And what I really like, you know, Grealish, I think is has been pretty decent when he's when he's come in to change games. Uh, I think the inclusion of Madison is interesting because I do think that a lot of James Madison's play is built around him being the best player. The yeah, in that guy. Side, the side, in a side like yeah, yeah. not going to yeah. be that guy when he plays for England. No, mm -mm. I think there's a I think there's a Grealish element to him though. That's yeah, it's the sure. same sort of thing. You feel like there is enough variation with England because I feel, for example, including someone like James Madison instead of maybe taking a Tammy mm. or an Ivan Tony, I think it's risky. Mm. If Madison's going to be in the team, then you've got to make sure that it's it's played 
around his strength because the one player that's been missing from England in 2018, in 2020, with the way Italy just continued just to keep coming forward and we couldn't get out, we couldn't play out, we couldn't do anything. Same in 2018 against Croatia. If he's the guy who can come in there and he's the one who gets his foot on the ball and kind of runs the game for us, links to play, releases forwards instead of us having to go from so deep to try and break these teams. If we could be another 15 yards up the pitch, James Madison could turn and slip people like Saka and, and Sterling in or Mount maybe just like coming from the midfield. That's the player what we need. We haven't, we haven't got that player. So for him to be in for that reason, hopefully he'll play. But I would have liked to have seen Foden in all of the qualifying games playing in a position where we say, oh, he can do that. Okay, no, we can't do that. Eliminate that. Okay, can he do this? Because he's got so much ability. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was... A kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's so many what-ifs, right? It's the same mm. with with uh, Tammy Abraham and Ivan Tony. is when you look at that England squad... The three kind of like traditional centre forwards, Rashford, Wilson, Kane, all of them have injury problems. Rashford has, you know, has picked mm. up form recently, but hasn't had the best form over the last couple of years. So there's confidence issues there as well. And I think you're right, Ryan, like having Tony or Tammy Abraham is like a kind of like safety net that you know you've got that height, you've got that size, you've got the specialist penalty in Tony, like you've got something different to offer. And I think. England are, are risking quite a lot on having quite a lot of creative attacking midfielders and wingers and everything having to kind of go through that. And then if if you get injuries or, you know, players just aren't firing, like what do you do then when you've not got yeah, enough but, options? Yeah, but then you've got to think about if it does fire, like if, if Jude Bellingham steps up in this tournament, then that's going to that's gonna be fucking amazing. 
You know, if Mason Mount oh, he's gonna does, he's going to step up. He's going to be good. He's going to be good. Like, you know, yeah, it won't it, even matter. We, it, just, yeah. it will be the Jude Bellingham I show. Because, <laughs> yeah, because the Bundesliga what, boys what, are going to be fine because, in the tournament. Yeah, because what we're th- what I'm thinking is we, when when you think about the England, everybody thinks about England side, and it's very much a negative kind of vibe in yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah. But what you you can't help it because you're thinking of what will go wrong. But what sometimes we should think about is what if this goes right? What if Harry Maguire? finds his form in the tournaments like we've seen him do before. He's been in teams of the tournaments, so I think three to twice. Yeah. You know, um, so suppose that back four, Jordan Pickford has the, get, uh, the, the World Cup of his life, Bellingham, Mount, come to four. Harry Kane scores his goals like we hope, hope he does. Grealish comes off the bit. Let's say it goes like how, you know, we, we kind of go through like the ladies. We go for it, you know, it's, if it's going wrong, we bring people off the bench and they do it. We have to- It worked in the still, Euros. Yeah. What if we what if we can think about our players who have stepped up in the game and, and three or four of them are playing world class football? We can we can win the tournament. Why couldn't we? We've got an eleven that you you say okay. I'll put that eleven our, our best eleven up against your best eleven, and if they're playing well, which I always I I can't help thinking like that because I always think about because when I get picked for England, I always think about the best outcome. I'm going to score. I'm going to come off the bench and score. I don't think, oh, I'm going to come off and I'm going to, I'm going to play shit. And I think I'm going to play, be playing well. And that is what you want the players to be going in there thinking. And if we do that, and if we do play what a couple of players, players play brilliantly, like we've seen um, people do, we, we've got a good chance of get, at least getting to the semi-final. I've got no qualms about that. The only team that beat us in the Euros. Italy. Ain't even oh there. my god! So positive, positive listen. mental attitude. That's the thing. I'm being too. I'm being too pessimistic. I'm doing too negative. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very I'm easy to be myself. like that. Yeah. I don't want to get my heart don't broken protect again. Yourself, you know I don't protect yourself. Don't protect myself. No, do you know don't what's interesting though? I mean, this, He's this not World do Cup that to is pre, this, this, this World Cup is like <laughs> destined to be won by Argentina. So to be honest, I don't well, really exactly. care what the England squad you know, is because it doesn't uh, matter. Exactly. Do you know what? It's only if England are in the final with them. I know, right? Oh my god! Watching Argentina and Brazil, I think, is is actually going to be like maybe potentially more joyful than maybe watching some of England's games. Let's see what happens. But no, I but just it's feel never like joyful what... watching England. It's not well, joyful until they, oh. until they do that it. That Germany game, no, no. So, I'm that, so nervous. Ian, that Germany game in the Euros was one of the best days of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it because you yeah. care too much? Is that what you mean? Because I, I can you, feel you, people you being like, I can see the headline now. England, uh, Ian Wright says he has no joy watching England. Oh my God. But you just yeah, feel like, a bit I mean, sick. You feel sick. You get, you care so much about it. I care so much. You talked about this though, when we did the Euro, the men's Euros, right? And the women's Euros, but, the men's Euros was the first international tournament that we'd done since we started the pod. Mm. And yeah, you were like, you're, you very, go into full-blown fan mode when you're talking about yeah. it because you are I an think England the, yeah, fan. A yeah. massive, and, and you know what it is? It's just, it still comes down to me not being able, not being in those squads. I know like we, we'd done the tournament and it was the closest I came to being in a tournament where you, 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 know, you come back and you're in the, the hotel together and you're doing your stuff. But like, because I missed out on them, I, I look forward to them so much. It's devastating. The Euros was devastating for me. And the women's obviously was elation, total elation. But like going in now and looking at that team, I just, all I want is for the guys to understand what it means, just like I know what it meant, meant to me. And you know what I mean? You, you only find out what like, if you get the call and you know you're in, then you think, like, like I say, they've got to now think about, okay, I've got to make sure I'm fit. I don't get injured in the last game. But then other than that, it's dream stuff. It's fairy tale stuff. I'm going to a World Cup. I'm going to be on the biggest stage with the best players representing my country. 
and I want to play well. That's all I do. So when I put all that on myself and that and think about the players and that's what I want them to do, I'm nervous for them. What you do in the World Cup stays forever. Whether it's good or if it's good or it's bad, it stays forever. And that is what I recognise and that is what I want them to make sure that they do. They recognise that this is it. And did, did you still... Did you still watch the tournaments that you didn't make yeah. or did you just like, disappear? In 92, I was watching Vex. I never want England to lose. But I was watching Vex. I remember watching Gary Lineker come off and that was his last game. You know what I mean? I remember that. I remember obviously um, Gaza missing the chance in 96, mm-hmm. you know, 98, you, you know what I mean? I was just, you know what I mean? It's just like, you just, I, 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 I watched them because I think that's where the first time they saw me wrapped in the England St. George's flag. That's yeah. where that came from. Um, and it was the 98 um, with Michael Owen scoring. And I, I can't help watching. I would never not watch. It's not like I'm so vexed. Like 92, I watched. 96, I watched. The 98, I watched. I'm never going to not watch. But you know what I mean? It's, it's very difficult watching knowing that you could have been there. And mm. Some of them should have been there. That's very difficult. That's why it's, it's very easy for me to be able to live with it now because none of those managers... And Graham Taylor, who I had a great chat with, we've done some work um, on TV and we kind of ironed it out um, and totally understand. That's why I understand what Gareth's going through. And Venables, I had a great chat with Venables on a plane back from, um, from Dubai one time and we ironed it out. And what you've got to understand is that they've got to make decisions. Yeah, I mean, not everyone can go. Like, and no, I think, this is the, th- I think the thing for me is that I'm... I- I'm really, really, really disappointed about the Tamori thing. That is the one for me. I can kind of understand the Tammy argument and as much as I don't agree with either the Tammy thing or the Tony thing, I kind of understand them. I also understand the Sancho thing because he's not really been playing and he's not really been playing that well. Mm. But if you're using that logic to not select someone like that, then you have to make it consistent throughout the board. If you, I think if that's you select, it. I think if that's you select it. purely and on merit, yeah, yeah, exactly. Tamori is definitely the one for me. Come the next Euros, it wouldn't surprise me if he was England's first choice starting centre back. Mm. Oh, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise, surprise me. me at all. No, that's what that's what the next the, the the conversations, like you say, Ryan. The conversations will be very interesting. I think Serena Vigman has always been great at probably sharing a little bit more than England mm. comms team would like her to but she's all be, always been very upfront with the conversations that she has with players and they had a very different process where they were in camp and you got told face to face whether you made it or not which was pretty intense and yeah. maybe not the best way to do it but that's the way that they did it yeah. um, and you know she was very upfront about like every conversation she had and how difficult it was and how a lot of players didn't take it very well mm. and I think it'll be interesting to know from Gareth like where the conversations are with Tamori, like you say, like where does his future lie? Because it would be a crying shame for England to lose a talent like his without the there thing being is, some kind of conversation of like, yeah. you know, you're not ready d- now. D- because of this, and, yeah. especially when you've got um, a player that he trusts and obviously likes in Harry Maguire, who's, we're not talking about a striker like Shearer in 96, hadn't scored for two years for England. Bam, mm. ends up winning the golden boot. We're talking about a defender Mm. Right, he's not played well for two years. With all, you know, a year and a half, two years, and everything he, else that's been going and, on as ex- well. Exactly, mm. and with players who are playing better, and, and you're in there. And this is why I I feel for Tamori. Absolutely, I do. But I do want Harry to do well just for his own well being, because everything's scrutinised with him. We're looking at everything, and and the way the media are going to be are going to be yeah. writing about him. It's going to well, be and, and on fans top on for Twitter, him all the time. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. So this is one, if he can get through this and play well, 
it will be the it will be the making of him because this is a World Cup where when you whatever happens, like I said earlier on, it's with you for life. If he does something magnificent, then it's like oh he's back, our oh, brilliant Harry, our oh, well done, great management, great management skills. Every if he does that, people forget Tamori. That's what that's how the game is. So it's mm. up to him. Well, forget forget the select yeah forget the selection call. Yeah, but the thing yeah. with it is is right is that. It's now, this is why I'm thinking to myself, I'm devastated for Tammy, devastated for Tamori. You know what I mean? And I'm absolutely made up for Madison, made up for Wilson. But yeah. now what I've got to understand is that being in there, you have to make sure that you, you repay the faith of the manager by bringing you in. Deliberate. So as you can yeah. say, that's why he's in there. And that is what I love about the game at that level. It's elite. Some people are going to get left out and it's going to be unfair. But the players that are, a faith has been shown in have to step up. They have to. And that's also like the one of Southgate's best abilities. It's not it's not coaching necessarily, it's not tactics, it's the man management. It's 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 the chemistry, it's it's picking leaders like Henderson and Cody who may not get any minutes in this tournament, but, but they are the, blue guys. the guys. They are the guys. Mm, the they're guys. the vibes. They're they're the people that that you know need to keep the 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 mentality and the collective spirit together. And that's Southgate's speciality. So it's very important that he gets that right because without that, like he's not that much of a coach, unfortunately. Dude, wow. it's like, you know, look, every, not every podcast collective, but <laughs> every podcast collective needs a Ryan Hunt. Can't all be flow like users or Ian Wright. Can't be. You need someone to. You need to mix that up. Just to. You need someone to. You can't just have chaos with flow. Listen, never gonna be. Never gonna be. I'm never gonna be a ten out of ten. I'm never gonna be a ten. You'll be. You know, I'll regularly be a six. (laughs) Regularly be. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling as optimistic as as Ian. But I would say, hearing how optimistic and excited he is for this squad and how good he thinks they are, Mm. that's lifted me a little bit because I was a little bit concerned. Yesterday and on the and on our show on Tuesday, but I feel like I'm feeling a little bit better about it today. It's just Listen, I, I'm just glad yeah, it's cool. like like after the England Spain game in the Euros, and I was like mm. sat there at two in the morning Berlin <laughs> yeah, we time were, looking we at you two being like, like, "Really, I stayed up for this shit?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Really, I know. It was just stressful. and then I felt so vindicated when stressful. I did that chat with Serena. I was just like. Spain was my favorite game, and she was like, "Spain was my favorite game." And I was like, "Oh yes, man, it's so Fuck great!" Yes. <laughs> but like, but just before we go, um, like I say, I'm devastated for the players left out. Yeah, I'm absolutely made up for the players that are in it because I know what that feels like, and I'm quite pleased, even though I fucking cannot get over the fact that I got injured like on 35 minutes against Morocco. The fact is, the feeling that I had when Glenn Hoddle said, "I'm taking you. You're great for the squad." And I know that, you know, if, if need be, I know you'll be ready. That, those words were the greatest words I've ever heard in my life on any, with anything to do with football. So the way it worked out, the way it transpired getting injured was, is, is secondary to me because I knew I was good enough to get there. Looking at the squad and hoping that the players that he puts out there are, are, are going to go in with the same kind of attitude that I would go in, that I am going to play my best. Then I'm going, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the semifinals. We'll get there. Listen, guys, thanks for coming in for the England um, England selection pod. That was very good. That was very interesting. Feel better now? I feel much better. It's very interesting. Flow. I'll get flow positive, everybody. Don't worry. Listen, guys, thanks for coming in. Positive flow. Positive flow, man. That's what we need. Positive flow. Positive flow is much better. Speaking of positive flow, do you know what it is next week on Tuesday? What? What? Episode 100. (gasps) Wow. 
a century. Wow. We made it. We made it. Wow. Listen, guys, on that note, I can now say bye. All right, much love. Thanks for coming in. I really enjoyed that. I'll see you soon. See you later. Yep. Take it easy, guys. Okay, that's it. That's what's going to happen with England because me, Ryan, and Flo said so. So, um, you know, we're, hopefully the boys will will justify their selection because that's what it comes down to. Thanks for listening, everybody. All I would say is just support the guys. Just support the guys as best you can. Hopefully we get no injuries before they go and we can go there. And like I said, on this podcast, you heard it here first, we're getting to at least the semifinals. Shit. See you later, everybody. Shit.